0: I don't know if I can forgive this. This is bad merchandising. <laughs> Agreed. I think they finally gave him a name just because they were so sick of everybody calling him Baby Yoda. Whoa. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict TV podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder, and we're here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner.
1: Better Red Than Dead. Ian Anderson. Some shit.
0: And Jay Vinson. Hey, guys. Do you ever find yourself wondering if you should take the time to set your TVO to record a show each week, send the money on that streaming service, or invest hours into binging that show that all your friends are telling you to watch? Well, we're here to answer that question for you. We put TV shows on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. To check out our other episodes, if you're joining us on Facebook or Instagram after our live, you You can head to our website using the link in our bio if you're on youtube the links in the description down below you can also listen to us wherever fine podcasts are found spotify apple podcasts stitcher ghana just to name a few and as always it's it's free to listen today we're reviewing chapter 13 of the mandalorian the jedi so let's Jump in, guys. First things first. To me, this episode opens right out the gate with a bang, introducing us to The Magistrate with Michael Bean. I was so ex- this show gets the greatest sci-fi actors to come out of retirement or pull them out of obscurity like Michael Bean from Terminator. All I could think about was he gets his Johnny Ringo moment at the end of the episode, which was awesome. Are we He's talking your-
1: about the guy that was the <clears throat> the soldier for hire, basically, at the base? Yeah, okay. yeah. I know I've seen him somewhere, but thank you.
0: Yeah, that's my like, like
2: the mean. sheriff. He's a <laughs>
1: of Guy. The-
0: yeah, kind of like they don't tell you who he was per se in the episode it my assumption is kind of like what Matson talks about he's he's uh he talks about being a
2: hired gun like getting paid at the end and you know you're picking who is the right this, cause this actor though i've never seen i had no idea this was even a cut
0: yeah michael bean he's uh he was in terminator he was kyle reese the ori- in the original oh, terminator movie. that's the
2: one that i always skip is the first one i don't know why
0: yep and then he was uh he was in uh alien the original aliens movie not the original alien but But the second one where they go attack the planet, Aliens, Cameron, Uh, Aliens, part two. And then he was also Johnny Ringo in Tombstone. So I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Yeah, he's perfect for him. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had a good chuckle because he did get his Johnny Ringo moment there at the end. Okay, yeah, the they dueled. It. it was awesome. Hell yeah. So yeah, it was really cool. And then of course you see all the blaster fights and then Ahsoka Tano. So I just geeked the shit out right there at that moment. Lost my mind. So what'd you guys think about the introduction of Ahsoka?
1: I'm surprised they introduced her so quick. I was waiting till like maybe the end of the season before I thought I'd see <laughs> her. So I was that was awesome.
0: I was surprised they introduced her so early in the episode that she was the intro to the episode i thought she would pop up in the middle or
2: something like that
1: to the episode
2: hell yeah get to see those lovely white lightsabers lighting up the dark (laughs) those were pretty cool i will say like that was a pretty cool gimmick that they used in the beginning when she's running through the fog and it's like lightsaber here lightsaber there however though i do want to talk about rosario dawson for a second and before i do i gotta know what you guys think of this First, JJ, I got to know what he thinks compared to the to the cartoons, but also in and I love that dual weeding wielding, wielding uh, sabers. I want to know his opinion before I dive in on this, because I might be prejudiced. I was worried, as, as I've told you guys
0: throughout this process of of reviewing these episodes, that Ahsoka is probably my favorite. Well, there's no question. She is my favorite character introduced in the the animated series and the continuation of the Star Wars lore. By far, my favorite character. So I was very worried especially because Ashley Eckstein, the, the woman that does the voiceover for her, has just created this amazing character and voiced her. And, and so I was very concerned. However, I love Rosario Dawson. So I was very excited. And she had had shown that she had some interest in playing the character early on in live action. So it was really interesting that they were able to get her. I thought she portrayed her well. I loved that she showed more of a, a mature version of Ahsoka. We always see her very young in the animated series as a teenager and then, A very young adult in the the rebels version. So this was a much more mature Ahsoka. You can tell she was battle worn. You've seen that she's gone through some things, and so I really. But she still had that playful smile that she used and cracked some jokes, and you know that was a very Ahsoka thing. So I was overall very pleased with the way that she was portrayed by Rosario Dawson in this. Sweet,
2: sweet, Ian.
1: Um, yeah, I think she did great. I mean, if I remember right, Bo-Katan is voiced and played by the same person, right, JJ? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: so I would have loved to have been able to see that with Ahsoka, but I don't think it detracted from the character at all. I think she did awesome. Honestly, I don't I don't think I have much to add because I haven't been as stooped in the cartoon lore. So for me, for what I was expecting, I don't know much about her. So I liked what the character presented. Clearly, there's some kind of snarky wittises That that comes along with her, which I'm excited to see how that goes along moving forward. But I mean, I I think one of the things I like about this show is it's very well acted. Everyone they seem to bring on fits, and I think they've continued to prove that. All right,
2: all right. Well, so yeah, I've read online that everybody's like in love with her, and my only problem was the first scene. So I don't have a problem with Rosario. I can tell you though she was in some movie where she was like such a distraction that I was very much worried for the all the reasons that the beginning gave me. So the beginning almost looked like uh, Sin City because Mm -hmm. it was like a CGI background. All of a sudden Rosario Dawson's perfect face shows up, and (laughs) I don't know, like, and I was the action definitely gets better in the episode, and so does the character. And I hope that we get to see more of her, so that I can see like different things about her, and she can kind of get like more in depth than just like a. that bring me on character but mm-hmm. in the beginning I wrote down man I was like oh shit like you know what I'm not going to be able to see anything but Rosario Dawson like this is going to be terrible but luckily uh, with uh, the way the episode like progresses it draws me in but that beginning scene like it would have been so much cooler if it was a no name actor honestly if it was a no name actor mm-hmm. and like they showed up with those cool eyes and shit I would have been like this is awesome but because it was Rosario it took me out of it jets for a moment but then again I was a little bit tipsy and <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has been, I want to say it's 24th hour where they pin her, even though she's not like some conniving girl and or character, but they make her that way in the film. Spike Lee does, to the point that I hated her so much in the film. But uh, and like ever since then, I've been like a little jaded until hmm. what's that movie she recently did with Woody Harrelson that was awesome with the zombies. It was like a number two of one of those weird zombie movies. Yeah, Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked her in that. And then this she grew on me. But in the beginning, I was like, fuck, this is going to be one of those like Star Wars episode one, two and three type of things." yeah no I, I really appreciated her performance and
0: I the only thing and it, it, for me it's nitpicky stuff because of the love I have for the character but the way she held her lightsaber is usually the shorter saber she holds backhanded so it's going mm-hmm. away from her down her forearm and she did it at the end in the final battle with the, the magistrate but I, I was kind of wishing she had done it a little earlier but again that's you got to be able to teach someone how to do that and I don't know you know Rosario Dawson's her fighting Just, abilities like, not to mention <laughs> she's got all this makeup. She's got the lake use on her face and which, uh, so that was hard. I and mean, but Those were very short compared to the last time we saw her as well. But I get it. You need that mobility in the character. So all those things are very, very get overable for me. Before we move on, I did want to talk about and this one. Um, this was a major geek out moment for me. So after we're introduced to back into with Mando, with Din Djarin and, and the, the child, we see he's hunting for her, right? Trying to find Ahsoka. And there's a moment where it pans up and in the trees, there's a bird. It looks like an owl sitting in the tree. That's an, a convoy. And I lost it. Like, I, because they, I couldn't believe they brought Morai, is this character's name. Ian, you just were talking about with me over text these episodes where we're first introduced to Morai. So, that character of this bird, this convoy, is tied directly to a character in the Clone Wars called the daughter. And the mm-hmm. father, the son, and the daughter are all basically embodiments of the different parts of the force the father being balance, the son being the dark side, the, the daughter being the light side of the force. Um, and through a very long storyline, the daughter sacrifices herself to save Ahsoka. And from that moment on, the Morai or this convoy follows Ahsoka around. And so you'll see throughout episodes in Clone Wars, the Re- in Rebels, and now, of course, in Mandalorian, where Morai shows up wherever ahsoka is so kind of a she saves actually morai saves ahsoka's life a number of times throughout the animated series so it was really cool for a nerd like me to see that they included (laughs) morai like i lost my shit i was like that's morai yeah so yeah really cool to see that they're following that continuity throughout this show i really like that
1: so glad you liked it too jj because now i like it that i (laughs) 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 to me it was just a bird i was like yeah Yeah, i know know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah Same thing, Jay. <laughs> this nice
2: bird.
0: Good cool, job, thanks. guys. Yeah, you just think it's part of the planet. And that's it. That's part of the. I love this shit. the deep cut
2: shit that they put in this show is just amazing. Which, what so. a miserable planet, dude. That place looks terrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and it kind of um, shows what they've been doing that with that magistrate, how shitty is she is. Because Bo-Katan explained that as a forest moon when she sent it. him after. It was, this is a forest moon. And I was like, whoa, that's not a forest anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So another big reveal that we had during this was, well, there's a couple, but the big one is we now have a name
2: for the child. It's no what longer. Baby Yoda. What the fuck? Seriously? Yeah, dude. Fucking Ugh. hell. Grogu- I think uh I would go with, this is the Yoda. Like it needs to be that. I think. <laughs> This is Gorgu. What the fuck is Gorgu? Grogu, man.
0: Yeah. And I, so it was really interesting. I did laugh, Jay, because I know you've been trying to get people to vote on a new name for the kid. So I was like, well, now we know we now have a name for the kid. It's a horrible
1: (laughs) name. name. that is is different.
0: I'm sure there's something to do. Like, I don't know where it came from, but yeah, Grogu is officially his name. And boy, did they try to pound it into our heads, right? Yeah. (laughs) because <laughs> Ahsoka said it at least three times Grogu and then finally the Mandalorian I think said it a couple of times but he reacted to it very you could tell quickly it was kind of I felt bad I was like oh he's like a little puppy
2: you say their name my dog does that same reaction uh... <laughs> I didn't that. And the, yeah, actually, you get his attention with a silver ball instead of like a rock. He's absolutely like a puppy. Fucking yeah. bored you. So yeah. disappointed in this, guys. Unless this comes back to be a deep cut into something. <laughs> I don't know if I can forgive this. This is bad merchandising. <laughs> Agreed. I think they finally gave him a name just
0: because they were so sick of everybody calling
2: him Baby Yoda. Uh, every Everything I've seen, everybody's like, surprised. fuck that, Baby Yoda. It was like when uh, Walking Dead started and it's like, if Daryl dies, we all leave. Like fuck Gorgu, baby Yoda, all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's the question, I know, right? So you guys going to
0: continue to call him Baby Yoda or is he Grogu? Because for baby me, I'm Yoda, such man. a purist. I, I, got,
2: I got to call him Grogu from here on out. <laughs> He's going to be Baby, baby fucking Yoda. Yoda to me. Even though he, <laughs> literally I now can place where he was alive as if she was in charge because I was watching a few videos to like catch up on some of the things that I kind of missed. And uh, they mentioned that uh, she and you told me that she was Anakin's like Padawan. Mm-hmm. Or Anakin was like her Padawan, and and she talks about like attachment issues with Baby Yoda, yeah. and um, I was like, holy fuck, when they mentioned the planet, and I looked it up, I was like, that's where he went straight like serial killer on those kids. Baby Yoda yeah. could have been one of those, or Gorgu, whatever the fuck, could have been one <laughs> of those kids. <laughs> yeah, so it's an interesting concept, right? So
0: she gives an explanation of the fact that this isn't because I thought maybe this was like a a, a clone. Of Yoda, uh, which I suppose could still be the case. But there were a couple things that kind of triggered me to think that this might actually be Yoda's kid. So Yoda, there was a a female Yoda named Yaddle that was a member of the council that you see in in, uh, the Phantom Menace sitting in the in the council chambers. Good for Yoda. Yeah, so Yoda and Yaddle. So the question is because we find out that he was that Grogu was in the temple. He was being trained by a number of masters. So my brain goes to Yoda, Yaddle, you have an, uh, Mace Windu, ki mundi Plo Koon, all of these great Jedi Masters. Obi-Wan Kenobi probably knew about this dude. All of these guys because he was born, we know, around the same time in the same year as Anakin. So Mm -hmm. Anakin at this time would be, if he'd not died in Jedi, he was around 50 years old in Jedi. So we know that he's the same age around what Anakin would be. So he was in his twenties when everything went to hell at the end of the Clone Wars and the, the, which is when he would have been hidden and taken from the temple. So now I just have a million questions.
2: His new name now has to be, I brought it up last episode, Darth Yoda. If he's the same (laughs) age as fucking Anakin, Darth Yoda is what it needs to be. Why are we doing Gorgu guys? But holy shit, that's crazy. so he was like a, a pissed off teenager back in the day. Is, is the yeah, idea, no you know? kidding.
0: Well, and it's interesting to think about because you, you brought up, Jay, the fact that there were
2: the younglings – that Anakin killed the younglings in in the Revenge of the Sith. Are, but, sorry, just real quick. Are those yeah, the good. same younglings that they talk about, that Mando talks about in the beginning of the series? or Is that what they mean by younglings, like what we saw Anakin kill? So younglings were just what
0: they call children in the, uh, okay. the universe, right? So, the yes, the children, the younglings would all have been... So that Mando younglings, you Jeddo yeah.
2: young, younglings, got you. Yep.
0: Yeah, anything that's a part of a group... That are children they call them younglings? It seems so. Yeah, we definitely and I there's a, there's a meme running around the internet right now that made me giggle. Someone photoshopped Grogu in behind one of the chairs, standing where Anakin walks into that room. You can see his face like poking around. One of the it, yeah, they <laughs> photoshopped it. And it was great. He's not actually there, but he would have actually because he was a baby, especially at that point. I mean, he's a baby now at fifty in his twenties. He would have been even younger and probably more of an uh, an infant would have been in what they called the they had the uh, nursery for the babies of that were part of the Jedi order when they took them and brought them to the temple. So he probably, that's probably why he wasn't in that group of younglings. But interesting that he's received training up until this point. As you said, he was trained by a number of masters. And you also bring up...
2: and everything, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. Communicating through the force and... You brought up another great point, Jay, that she wouldn't train him because of Anakin. She knows Anakin became Darth Vader. She's one of the few that knew that after Mm. he was, because he was already disfigured and in the suit. After he died. Yeah. So most people thought he was dead. Obviously, Obi-Wan knew and she knew because in Rebels, she fights him. She comes face to face with Vader and at that Mm. time didn't know, but she does find out in that episode where where they face off. She finds out that he is Anakin and it kind of breaks her to a degree at that time so it's it's an interesting something that happens so you can see that she is not willing and says you know the best of us what that attachment can do and he's already attached to me.
1: I've read I mean i I'm excited to talk about Thrawn here shortly I've read all the all six Thrawn books how do they say Anakin died because in all those books they imply like he's dead no one knows that Anakin is Vader as you described What what is their kind of lie that they tell the universe
0: well, they have told him that they, he died on Mustafar and with the battle against Obi-Wan. So they mm-hmm. say that Obi-Wan killed him. That was part of they used that in as part of the propaganda against He's like the a Jedi. cautionary
2: tale, right? Yeah, yeah. it's here's
0: Anakin who turned and was trying to help the, the emperor and then was killed by a Jedi master, Obi-Wan Kenobi on Mustafar. So they use that as part of that. So don't fall in
2: love with Natalie Portman. <laughs> she had
0: no shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck if I Too can't. late. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, Max, and you brought up Thrawn at the very end of this episode again another moment and I actually threw my hands up in the air and yeah dude I did some some,
2: some profanity
0: yeah because one of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars lore even before he was brought back into canon, the original three Thrawn books and then they've rewritten by the same Mm -hmm. author ones that are canon which are just is amazing and he again he was the main villain in two episodes two seasons of rebels so you're very much introduced to him through rebels and the last time we see Ahsoka just to give you some reference as to why she's searching for him. The last time we see Ahsoka at the end of Rebels, she's leaving with Sabine Wren, a member of the Rebels, to go look for Ezra Bridger, who is basically the main character, uh, one of the main characters in the Rebels series. He gets teleported by basically giant space whales where that <laughs> can travel at light speed. Can, mm. can yeah, so they're That's really exactly cool characters. So, the, yeah, so these whales are actually where back in the pre like thousands and thousands of years ago where light speed was invented from these animals. They can travel through light speed. And so he uses them. Ezra has a connection with animals through the force. So he uses them to teleport himself and Thrawn away from the planet of Lothal, which is where their big battles are going on. And so Sabine and Ahsoka are leaving to go try to find Ezra Bridger who is with Thrawn at the time. So it's kind of cool because it opens up this whole world of we're going to get Thrawn in a live Action, which I cannot wait for, obviously, yeah, and maybe we get Ezra Bridger, who is also a very fun character, very interesting idea there too. So, I, yeah, I was thrilled. I lost my shit when that when she dropped that name.
1: Thrawn is I a very like- cerebral villain that I'm excited because Star Wars doesn't really they don't have those as much. I mean, the Emperor, but they kind of just make him like a kooky old man. Thrawn is Emperor, calm, yeah, little, like a literal unstable. calm, cool, and collected.
0: Well, yeah, and I he, can't wait to see. He uses uh, like civilizations artwork to decide like how they will as a people act and like their tactics and he uses and then in, in the book the most recent book the, the last of the tr- new trilogy he uses music as part of artwork mm-hmm. to to best his foe which is cool because you know, yeah it's not I, that but it's such a cool character
2: it reminds me of uh, a story I know about Hitler where he destroyed every town that he said he went into and honestly when he built intermigants he built them out of like wood and like burnable stuff because they would put insurance claims on him since they knew it'd have to burn them down anyways mm. but everything he destroyed except for Prague. He was gonna leave Prague as a symbol for the uh like uh a, mem- a memorial for the Jewish Amer- or the Jewish uh people to show people in the future, like, oh, this is what we overcame, like just a whole mind fuck of another degree. Luckily, didn't get a chance to do that, but yeah. still. But uh, I do feel like this episode was an episode of drops, like you know, we like there's the episode itself of what happened, and then because there's another thing that we forgot to mention was the, the Veskar Spear, and I'm so excited yeah. to see if that ends up against the dark saber. Now that he's leaving with it, and I don't even know what Mando's mission is anymore now, but still, he's got a fucking Beskar spear, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Well, we know that that Gideon's tracking him, right? So it's a nice
0: balance oh, yeah. of weapon to the dark saber because he now has this spear that he yep. can use to fight the dark saber effectively. And Mattson, I know you had a series. question.
1: Well, I was just I, I was blown when he put up his arms to block, and I didn't know Beskar like. That. That's invaluable metal right there. I didn't know you could stop a lightsaber. And I don't know. And I mean, it looks like it can pretty much withstand it for as, almost as long as it needs to, or at least enough for like contact, contact, maybe not like mm-hmm. prolonged exposure, but enough for like a fighting presence. It's pretty dang cool. Yeah.
0: It's saber-resistant. They're not saber-proof. It Mm -hmm. can be damaged, but it takes time and effort. It's not like most things. I mean, you see Ahsoka chop through that alarm bell, the gong thing, like it it was butter. And the tree earlier on that she was cutting through. So sabers can cut through, I mean, almost pretty much anything, but Beskar does have resistance. And it is shown, it was very much part of the Jedi Mandalorian war when the two factions were up against each other back in the Old Republic before the Old Republic actually I believe they that's where why they started making their armor out of Beskar um, uh-huh. and was because it had that resistance to the lightsabers also something about Ahsoka is she is given during her help with she helps out the Mandalorians in the seconds in the rebels her arms those arm braces and then the legs and then she had a chest piece during that war are laced with Beskar's well. And so she actually was given Bes- a version of Beskar armor for herself throughout that. You don't see the chest piece in this episode, but you do see those arms and the legs. So. I mean,
2: even as like an enemy, if I if they have this kind of, you know, technology, quote unquote, I right. would use it too. I'll be threading all my shit with Beskar with these. Who <laughs> you knows how some of these Jedis are, man? They try to fucking put a lightsaber in your back, you know? Like, fuck that. Oh <laughs> yeah. And you're right, dude. There's just so much that gets dropped
0: in this. Do you guys, so I will tell you that they've announced that there's a spinoff for Boba Fett coming. That's been announced. It's a limited period, possibly one, probably one season, maybe two. And it will star the guy that was playing Boba Fett and Django Fett in the movies. He played the Boba Fett that we saw at the beginning of this season. And it takes place before this series starts. So between, um, I believe it's return of the Jedi and this, when this series started. So my assumption is we'll find out how he escapes the Sarlacc pit, and worry what's led up to him being where we saw him at the beginning of this season. Yeah. But that's beneficial based on what we re- the drops, especially the the Thrawn drop. I just feel like Thrawn's too big for this series, and he's too good for Dinjarin. This guy he'll lay waste to Dinjarin. Like there's no. I, I love the Mandalorian, but Thrawn is just too good. So I feel like there's an Ahsoka show possibly coming mm-hmm. or maybe a live action version of what's left of Rebels. Did you guys kind of get that same feeling that you, this was building on an established universe now that they've got some fans and everybody loves it? This is the guy who did
2: Marvel. Everything is a clue to something, you know, like, yeah. if you can think of a prequel, I was just thinking, did they really put him in this season so that we could just get a prequel to find out <laughs> what he's been doing? Like, is that the whole reason that we just led up to him after two seasons? But yeah, I definitely got that feeling with uh, Ahsoka. I was like, oh yeah, we're definitely going to dive into her. and yeah, That'll I be mean, the Thrawn. Yeah,
1: I think it's it's all of our hopes. Uh, I mean, I've always said it's Star Wars. I mean, it's just the way movies are going. If you want to do things well, you can make a great movie. But if you want to dive into the backstory stuff, it's the new age of Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, you name it. Uh, Disney Plus in this case. Show me, give me a TV series about it. I'm going to be engrossed. And I think a lot of Star Wars, there's so much to tell because the universe is is so large like Obi ob1 which i'm excited to come out there's mm-hmm. they can do it all and they have the millions upon millions of fans so for me go for it and hopefully mm-hmm. we stick more towards the latter episodes we've been seeing so you stick to the story <laughs> don't give me all this fluff crap keep thing if you want to do six episodes a season and they're amazing i'm all for that too just remember that as a fan and i'm excited i'll pay for it all
2: yep that's okay. the feeling i get disney knows how to get your money one way or another Matt said, don't worry <laughs> <laughs> damn well, straight
0: jay and you're not Not wrong, Jay Favreau, man. This guy laid the foundation for Marvel. So he knows how to create a universe. And then don't even get me started on Filoni because this guy's been living this universe for 20 plus years. So it's amazing the people they have running these. So I'm excited to see how they grow that. Somebody uh, before we started asked me about the white sabers that she has. I was, I
1: mean, maybe I did, but I've, you read my mind if if no one did.
0: Yeah, so I, I'll tell you why. It's a very interesting story, and it's rather new to the canon. So it used to be old legend style. The Sith red light lightsabers were red because they used an artificial crystal. Instead of a, a natural kyber crystal, they used an artificial crystal that was designed. That's why it was red. They threw that canon out with Disney. And the new canon is that the kyber crystals are clear, but they... Are take on kind of a a level of the wielder's force attunement, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times you'll see green, like with Obi Wan, because he was a protector, he was a defender, he was honorable. You saw yellow blades with the Temple Guards, and so they had a different attunement. So they're each color has a different kind of feel to it. Now the Sith, the reason that it was red was because they did a process what they call bleeding. They bled these kyber crystals with the dark side of the force, so they became <laughs> red through that process. Ahsoka's white blades, she actually loses her green... She gives up her green blades at the end of the the Clone Wars. Her arc of the Clone Wars before... In in the end of Season 5 of Clone Wars, she gives up her green blades because she leaves the Order. When she comes back in Season 7, Anakin gives her blue sabers, and then she leaves those at the gravesite of a bunch of Clone Troopers after Order 66. Mm -hmm. And so she leaves those blades, and Vader eventually finds them when he's looking for her so he finds those it's a really cool shot if you if you want to watch that just the last episode of the Clone Wars amazing shot at the end of, of Vader finding and Morai flying around above Vader's head while he finds that's uh, another cool one. <laughs> anyway so in there's a novel about Ahsoka and she is hunted by this group of and my brain is the basically this group of force wielding hunters that Vader comes up with that go out and they're you, they're introduced in Rebels. They're trying to find her. And she takes one down and takes his lightsaber and deconstructs it and then reconstructs blades for herself. And then she cleanses the kyber crystals. And so they're, they've been bled. So they're red. She cleanses them with the light side of the force and they become white. So that cleansing mm-hmm. process makes them white. That's the only way they'll be that way. Otherwise, they're going to have some sort of color to them. So that's why her lightsabers are white. It's also a very much an indication of her more of what you would call a gray Jedi you can kind of see through this episode, which I love. She has a little bit of darkness to her. She's not afraid to get a little bloodthirsty and she goes after pretty heavily the enemy, but she's also very light side. She is kind of led this whole movement of new canon of what we used to call the gray Jedi. So you kind of embrace both sides, that true balance of the force. You're not afraid to lean into the dark sense. side when you need to, but you do things for the right reasons. And so it also was a good indicator of she's not Jedi, but she's also not leaning towards dark side, she's kind of that neutral. Mm. So the white, but that's how she got her white sabers. Let's do that. <laughs>
2: when you were explaining how they cleanse them, I was thinking of like, what if a Jedi, like for real, for real in real world landed on Earth, but we didn't have Star Wars, we didn't know what they were, even if we fucking did. I don't know. But they had a broken <laughs> lightsaber and they had to explain to you, like, man, I gotta cleanse these crystals. All right, it's all about the rhythms. <laughs> they sound oh, like man. a new age hippie. I'd be like, Man, get the fuck out of here. You're not no fucking Jedi. <laughs> Feel (laughs) Like I'm in Sedona, Arizona or something. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly where my head went with Sedona. Let me get some moonlight on these. All right. Yeah, we're good. Don't worry. That's funny. I didn't
0: even think about that. I love Sedona. It's a beautiful place, but there's some Mm -hmm. weird shit that goes on there.
2: They sell cool. Yep. Yes, they do. All right. Anything else we need to talk about with this episode? I mean, there are so many drops that, you know, he picks up the spear. I'm just trying to run through the episode in my head. He picks up the spear, and then he meets Ahsoka, and then we get fucking Gorgu And, uh, and then we got the two fights, and we get Thrawn, and then he... Yeah, so uh I don't really think we missed too much. I mean, it's it's so uh, such a good episode. That I don't even know how we could have even discussed the episode itself with everything they just threw on us <laughs> here. Uh, I did forget the
0: very end when Ahsoka sends him to and I can't remember the planet's name. Uh, I, that's on me, but there were there's an old Jedi ruined Jedi temple that's strong mm. in the Force and so she that's tells him to there and he, there's a possibility. So this opens up a whole nother possibility of who we can meet here, right? So take somebody if he calls out through the force, you might have Jedi, though there's not many left, search for him. So, I mean, you open up to Luke Skywalker at that point. You open up to the introduction of possibly any other surviving Jedi that we don't know about. Maybe an Ezra Bridger comes and finds him. I mean, there's just so many possibilities. I guess there's not a ton, but you might have Cal Kestis from the, the Jedi Fallen Order game that came through I, there's so many opportunities for more introduction of characters that we may or may not know is alive My, I laughed and I was like what if Mace Windu's still alive I know <laughs> <laughs> did, sure I
1: did want to ask you to how do you explain Mace Windu's purple lightsaber and the lightsaber lore you talked about
0: that's a great one so really the the lore of the purple lightsaber is that Mace Windu actually embraced the dark side when he battled he used a, the seventh form of lightsaber combat that which is called Vapad and it's you actually tap into the dark side of the force. And so his lightsaber was kind of in between blue and red. So purple. That's how they explained it. The reason he got a blue lightsaber is because Sam Jackson told George Lucas, look, dude, you're giving me a fucking purple lightsaber or I ain't doing it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, that's I mean, that's what I was hoping because I remember hearing that. Um, Also, uh, Mace Windu, he uh, took
2: some Molly and he was listening to EDM. Yeah, that's why (laughs) I call him like the the ecstasy uh, or whatever it was. (laughs) That was just a light show that I love Yep. well and he
0: was fun too because Sam Jackson told him he goes look dude when I get in a big fight I want people to be able to look and go oh there's Mace Windu because it's the <laughs> only purple saber on the field
1: for those of you that are wondering who Sam Jackson is just remember it's Samuel L. Jackson JJ's yeah. just cooler than us uh, uh, and that's fair Knows him on a different name basis. Hey, at least, at least
2: just, we're not like calling him, uh, what's the guy from who's Morpheus again? I saw somebody do that on in interview. with oh, him, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah Fishbur- they're like Lawrence, and he was like, God damn it, we don't all fucking look the same.
0: Well, no, he asked, him, they asked him about a commercial, like some commercial he did, and he's like, That was Lawrence Fishburne. That's not, <laughs> yeah, that poor interviewer was wrecked. Oh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. I say Sam Jackson because I can't say Samuel L. Jackson very well. That's why. It's not. It's not because I'm cooler. That makes sense. Yeah, I just Samuel L. Jackson. I had
1: to. I had to think for a second. I was like, "Wait, I know this actor. I just need to throw in the L." So all good. All good. Well, good deal. Good episode. And
0: and he also had badass motherfucker
2: etched in his lightsaber hilt. Did he? (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, yes that's awesome so, I gotta yeah. watch the movie all the movies all over just for that awesome it's awesome alright well Max why don't you tell everybody where they can find us
1: yeah if you want to listen to us um, you can find us on YouTube you can find us on Ghana Spotify Apple Podcasts many other places as well come engage with us on social media uh, Facebook and Instagram otherwise enjoy the winter coming up and the holiday season and we will be back with a bunch more amazing podcasts
0: sweet and uh, we look forward to next week when we We will be back for episode or chapter 14. Excited to see where this thing goes, man. Yeah. So thanks for joining us and we'll catch you guys on the next one.
2: Bye. Bye.